What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the In Situ Health and Fitness Podcast. Welcome back to yet another Q&A. It was probably one of our favorite episodes. It was probably one of my favorite episodes to do, to record. Now, I reckon it's probably the mic'd up workouts. We've only done two, so. <laughs> I just asked Jack two seconds ago, which is his favorite type of ep- episode to do? And he's like, I like them all. Yeah, well, then you got me thinking. And now you got one. <laughs> um, although the mic'd up workouts aren't as popular as the normal podcast, which is fair enough because it can get quite boring and they're tedious. They're long, they're long. They are long. So basically what we're trying to do is just get guests on, put the mic on and do a workout. I feel like it's a little bit more free-flowing. Conversation just sort of happens a little bit more organically and the conversation does just flow anywhere we feel like going. So, uh, yeah, it is good fun for us to do. It is uh, really enjoyable for the um, guest as well because they're a lot more relaxed, Come, especially for people I find now that we've been doing a few in-person interviews, I find that it can be quite daunting sitting down like this with the microphones in their face. So, the yeah, the mic'd up workout's just a little bit more relaxed. Good fun for us. But not, the not mic- necessarily the most popular one. They're only on YouTube though, right? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I was going to mention that. If you are listening along on the podcast and you want to know what I'm talking about, you'll have to head over to the YouTube channel, link in bio, or just search the title of this podcast in YouTube and we'll pop up, I hope. <laughs> uh, all right, Q&A. q and I've got five rapid-fire questions to start us off with just mm-hmm. to get in the juices flowing. Please excuse my voice. I don't know. Does my voice sound normal or no? Is it just because my ears are slightly blocked? I'm kind of sick, but it's fine. No, it's normal. It's normal. Okay. Let's go. So first, time travel to the past or the future? Future. Same. Super strength or the ability to fly? fly same (laughs) winter wonderland or tropical paradise winter ew (laughs) tropical paradise 100 percent. too many clothes to wear explore the ocean depths or outer space outer space same the ocean's kind of scary live in a bustling city or in a tranquil countryside both we're in the city now, though. I no, guess we've done both. So yeah. Okay. I've enjoyed both. I'm going to choose the city. Okay. For now, TBA. Mm. Okay, let's go. First, the first two questions are both from Cos. Just, I was just going to say, everybody listening, if you do want to submit a question, uh, most of these are coming from Instagram. We usually put up a question okay. box every now and then. Ask for your questions, but. If you're listening along and you're not on social media or you don't want to have your name attached to the question, you can just hit the link in the show notes and uh, it takes you to the landing page. You can literally just submit a question without even entering your name, email address, all that sort of stuff. You just hit the um, submit question, done, finished. Uh, But we do appreciate when you do leave your name and all that sort of stuff. As always, the more detail, the better. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, did we have Cos's permission to say Cos's name? Sorry, Cos, too late now. <laughs> okay, two questions. What are some of your biggest pet peeves when training slash coaching or in general? Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? No, you go. You've had time to think about it. 
Um, I would say whenever I hear the words, oh, I've seen this on social media. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or I've seen this and I want to try this. That's probably like I guess social media itself is my biggest pet peeve. Not not in a bad way. It's just people see cool things. Like I'll often get clients send me video clips of like Chris Hemsworth or people like that with really good bodies saying, look at the training they're doing. I want to do that. And the training they're doing in those videos just looks really cool and it's not the same training they did to get that body. Uh, and then I just have to have that conversation. I feel like I have that conversation at least once a month. Um, other than that, like, I don't know. What did, you got like, anything? I guess when training for me, mm-hmm. when people have no sense of the space that they're taking up oh, in the gym, like, yeah. That drives me nuts, especially in our building because like I'm all for people starting the gym and not knowing what to do and kind of fumbling around. That's cool. Like I help a lot of people in the gym because it's just uh, it kind of hurts me to watch them. <laughs> um, but just when people come into the gym and they have that persona like this is my gym and they take up all the equipment, all the space, they don't try it. Like I rearrange my workout so that the things, the, if I have a superset in the machine's uh, not together, then I'll change things around so that I'm just in this one area mm. for the next five minutes and then I'll do the next part of my workout. But some people, I don't know, they just have no spatial awareness at all and take up the whole space. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. From that. Yeah. It's funny because I work in a commercial, one of the gyms I work in is a commercial gym and the dumbbell space where the benches are isn't the biggest. And sometimes for some reason the benches will just get like, I don't know, pushed together, crowded. Like there's more room but they're all bunched up in the one little area and people will just come and jump on them and it's like you're right next to somebody and you're on top of somebody. I'm just like I feel like so many times I feel like just going over and saying, hey, look, let's just spread these out. I'm like, you know what, they're adults. Exactly. They can figure it out. And then, yeah, like you said, there's one guy in the gym that I I just – I don't think he likes me but because I do this every time. He he does – like a circuit on four different machines. And there's Here? not nah, at the oh, okay. other work. commercial gym. And there's not a lot of equipment. So if one person's using four pe- different pieces, and the thing is he'll do one, two, three, four, then go have a two-minute rest. So you mm. think he's done. Yeah. So I'll just jump on there with a client or myself or if somebody asks, is anybody is, and I'm like, no. And he comes back and with the biggest shit. So I'm like, dude, like either you're using it or you're not. You can't just d- dibs one machine for one hour. Yeah. Because you want to do some sort of weird circuit. So, yeah, that is, that's annoying as well. That's a pet peeve. Um, okay, next question. Mm-hmm. What gear do you use for your podcast, Mike's software and such? Um, I guess so for hard- hardware, we use Rode microphones. Been using Rode for a fair while now. We had the wireless Rode mics for the podcast for at least 12, a good 12 months there. They were really good. We still use those for the mic'd up workouts. Um, if you're moving around and you're recording video as well, they're probably the best ones. But we upgraded these soon after we moved to Melbourne. Yeah. Because we didn't really have anywhere to set these up, really. No, because everywhere previously. we recorded the podcast, it was kind of on the fly. It was like wherever it was available. Yeah. We would sort of sit and make a... A little makeshift setup. 
yeah, now we have a designated spot we can actually set up and record this podcast. We have the Rode USB. Pod mic. Pod, pod mics. Oh, yeah, it's on there, pod mics. Um, they're the best. Like, they sound really good. I'm assuming they sound really good. Everybody listening, super easy to set up. Literally, you just plug them in. There's occasional software update, but it's all done through the Rode app. Um, software we use to record is the Rode Connect. Uh, Connect. So you just plug it all in there. It's just like, you know, some of the big podcasters you'll see have big, mm, what do you call mixer? those? Is mixers? it a mixer? It's just like having a mixer on your laptop. So you can have that on any laptop. It doesn't work on iPads or anything like that though. Um, and then editing, we use Premiere Pro. So I use Premiere Pro to do the video and then I just get the audio off that video to for the podcast. And then we use Buzzsprout for the hosting, which makes it sound like they use Magic Mic. <laughs> magic Mic? <laughs> um, not as in... The stripper. <laughs> not the name Mic, as in the thing we're using mic um and they just even out levels when you upload the sound to their platform so they make it sound even better yeah for audio so that's all of them everything we use nice yeah okay next up from aaron what inspired you to start the podcast and what hurdles did you face in starting it this is a great question no one's ever asked us this asked ask us? I don't know. <laughs> Roland. Yeah, I'm Roland. Um, I owe a lot to podcasts. Um, I don't think I would be here without podcasts when I was first, I guess, finding my feet, trying to decide what I wanted to do. I come across podcasts. I, don't, I can't even remember how I did it, but I remember listening to Tim Ferriss' show, I think I started when it was episode number three. So I could go back and listen to this first two. That's that's how early I was in a podcast. And there's a few others around like, but Tim Ferriss was the main one. And it just made me realize that I could absorb all this info from all these amazing people around the world um, and to improve my life. So I wanted to almost give that back to people. Like We have a lot, like the podcast itself started off our podcast as a resource to pass on to our clients. So we would try, <laughs> I'm just thinking about the first couple of episodes, but we would try and give like, you know, advice on that one episode. So then when a client asks a question, we say, Hey, we've just done, recorded a 30 minute video on that exact topic. Go and listen to that. And if you've got any other questions, we can dive a little bit deeper. So it's almost like a pre-education before we even start the questions, because sometimes that's very important. Like questions matter, but a bit of education behind the questions is also really good for the person understanding, trying to understand the answer. So that was our goal and it's just really evolved from there. So I just wanted to give back and we wanted to provide a resource for our clients. I really wanted to try podcasting. Did you want to do it? Were you going to do it before we started the business? I tried. So, really? Do yeah. you have the recording? What were you talking about by yourself? No, no. Um, I had one guest on. I just didn't have the proper microphones. It, re- it didn't actually record. So I uh, sat down for the conversation. It didn't actually record. It was just a mic on the – it was meant to be a microphone like this where you have it super close, but I had it sitting on the desk and it just didn't pick up the sound and it just didn't record Who properly. was the guest, can you say? 
Um, <laughs> v from. Oh, God. Yeah. So that was, I guess, she was the first business owner slash fitness person that I'd sort of come in contact since wanting to record a podcast. So was it like six or seven years ago? That would have been 2000 and started late, either late 2015 or st- started 2016. Yeah. Wow. So That's I recorded crazy. one, didn't work. And I was like, you know what? I didn't, I, and I always wanted to do it. And then when did we record our first one? Like 2020? Yeah. In During Old COVID? Dollar? Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Interesting. Mm. Nothing inspired me. Jack forced me into it. <laughs> really, realistically. I, f- I feel like this leads into what hurdles did we face in starting the podcast? <laughs> me. <laughs> I was the main hurdle. I really didn't want to do it like so, so badly didn't want to do it. And I think because we started trying to record it. Video. Video yeah. as well, which was not only did I have to learn how to talk educationally to Jack and an invisible audience, but I also had to, like, how do I be on camera? How do I, I don't know, how do I sit? Everything, (laughs) everything scared me about it. I think that was the biggest hurdle because I kept putting Jack off starting it at the beginning Mm. for so long. So confidence? (laughs) Yeah, I think think that is the biggest hurdle for most people when they want to start something like this, podcast, whatever it is. It's like, oh, it has to be. And I was the same. I'm like, we have to have the right camera angles. Has to sound perfect. But you know what? There was probably like three people exactly. listening Exactly. No then. one's listening. No one listening. No one cares. So just start. It, it probably, it, I'd say maybe around 60, 50 episodes, we finally sort of started getting the ball rolling. And then I reckon around 120 is when we really got something half happening. decent at it. Yeah. I wouldn't say we're good at it, like professional at it just yet, but we'll get What there. even is professional podcasting though? Like it's not that old podcasting in general. No, and there is no rules around it. So you, you can literally sit down and record anything you want. It's yeah. like, and then like one, I guess one of the other bigger hurdles, when we were first starting, we'd ask for people's advice. And I think that was a bad thing to do on my part because it confused me about what direction and what we should be doing. And I focused on the external instead of just focusing on the podcast and talking better, making it flow better, all that sort of stuff. Because a lot of people I asked weren't podcasters. Who were you asking? Uh, just people that would watch, basically. Yeah. <laughs> in the, I guess yeah. in, the, in the early days, it's like anybody that watches, you want their opinion, good or bad. Um, but I just, I guess that in, let me... It sort of influenced me on the like the aesthetics of the podcast. You yeah, know? people were a bit like, "Oh, it should look like this," or uh, the intro should be like this, and all that shit doesn't matter. It's just you make a good podcast. I think the other hurdles that we faced were probably space, like having a space. Yeah, that's that was the probably the second biggest one apart from me being the hurdle. If we could have this set up, yeah, hundred percent, and just sit down and record, that would be one big hurdle. And sound, yeah, space and sound. Like if you can get a good space that you can go to consistently, because we didn't have that. We were like renting random spaces in yoga studios and making makeshift offices i guess like we had this really dark dingy office in like the flat we were living in Remember how we and we would hang, hang yeah. towels and curtains up around us because we had shit around. mics at the start yeah. so 
I feel like, yeah, those two things. If you can start like with good mics and a space to use consistently, you're already like so far ahead. Yeah, I think people are more adherent and will engage with the podcast if the sound is good quality. Yeah. Um, but again, I reckon still for the first 50 episodes, we were just trying to decide if we want to continue. So it wasn't really worth us spending Investing. that much money on these mics. Yeah. Mm. Great question. Mm. Okay, the next one is from Baby Alpaca. I don't know, came from the In-Situ podcast <laughs> Instagram page. What are your thoughts on training lighter every day versus hard only a few days a week? Yeah, it just depends on your goal. Yeah. Um, neither is good, neither is bad. It just depends on what you want to do. I try and get my clients to go through different phases, like, I'd say, uh, I guess you could say that training hard and fewer days is a little bit more advanced where beginners could probably train every day as long as they're not overdoing it. Um, it's just, yeah, as your training age gets more, obviously you're lifting more, you're advanced, you're fatiguing your muscles, your nervous system, like your skeletal, like every, everything's getting more fatigued as you get more experience, as you lift more heavier, as you do more complex movements. So you probably need to cut back a few days. But in saying that, if you're advanced and you just want to just take it easy for a little while, which is really good, you should go through those phases anyway, still good to do. What, like just train, train five, six days a week. Lighter. Lighter, easier, maybe shorter, shorter workouts, a bit more cardio rather than lifting like, or a bit more low-intensity cardio rather than sprinting, all that sort of stuff. So it is mostly personal preference because yeah. I do know a lot of people don't like being sore. So if you were to train lighter more frequently, you would be less inclined to get sore, but you're still getting the same amount of volume in. Mm. Yeah. In the beginning anyway. Yeah, and again, it's but in the beginning, if you're new to training, it's going to be a different stimulus on your body, so you're going to be sore anyway. Yeah. Um. It's just, yeah, just ease into it and ramp it up as you feel like you can. If you get to the point where it's too much, just ease it off. And either, like usually when a client's like, I'll start a client off on three days a week. And when they say, I want to go to four or five days a week, it's the same amount of volume over that week. It's just split up into different workouts. So it's, it's kind of like when you, we've spoken about calories, it's similar to calories. So if you have a week allowance of however many, thousand of calories mm. and you eat like fewer calories Monday to Friday and then you eat a lot of calories at the end of the week but it's still the same amount in total is it like training you can as long as you spread it out you can spread it out however you like across the week pretty much as long as by the end of the week you've done the same amount of volume, volume. yeah and again that volume is different for everybody yeah I can't just say you know you need to do 50 reps of chest per week for this certain person like but again, everybody's different. So, but yes, 100%. Cool. Yep. Good question. Okay. What are your jobs other than the podcast? We don't get paid for this, guys. <laughs> we just do it for you. We do it for fun. <laughs> um, I guess that's a good question. Why do you keep doing it? Why are we here? Yeah, I suppose. Like if you're just a random listener, they're probably like, who the hell are these people? What do they do with their lives? Yeah. Again, I, I, I still want to do this as a resource for my clients. Uh, we, I put the, sometimes I don't put the wrap ups and that sort of stuff in our client chat, but, um, definitely the 
educational podcasts, all that sort of stuff I put to the clients and say, listen to this. And a lot of the time we have conversations about the podcast during the week. So it's just another way for us to engage with our clients, give them a little bit extra. Um, although we're not getting paid directly from the podcast, I feel like the clients get a better experience. So we might get paid because they're getting better results. They might hang around and a we, bit longer. And we find clients as well. Like yeah, definitely. Like people want to work with us. It's I guess it's more a lead generation as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's still a, a goal for this is to still educate people um, so we can, I guess, make more money with our jobs, which is I'm a personal trainer outside of this. And I'm a nutrition coach outside of this, but mm. I'm also at school, uni. I don't know why I always say school, <laughs> studying psychology. Yeah. So, yep, does that answer that question? Yep. <laughs> what are your jobs? PT, nutrition coach. Mm. Okay, Gabrielle, if you could only choose three habits for someone new to focus on, what would they be? Oh, this is a good question. Do you want me to go first? Yep. I'm just... <laughs> three habits. Yeah. I would say hit a protein target, whatever mm-hmm. the protein target is. Get eight hours of quality sleep or whatever your functioning amount is, like maybe it's seven hours. Make it consistent, make it quality sleep. And then I would say resistance training. Or if the, if resistance training is not an option, a minimum of a 40-minute walk every single day. So that would be three daily habits, protein, sleep, and resistance training. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, if you, if you are consistent with those, then you're going to be healthy, looking good, feeling good, all that sort of stuff. Like these are the three habits that I think I still focus on. Like if everything turns to shit, like if people are visiting or we're away on holidays or it's Christmas or whatever, these are still like the three that I go back to that are my non-negotiable three mm. to keep myself in check. Yeah, um, 100%. Um, what? You don't have to come up with others. Really <laughs> All I'd say is if you're trying to decide on what to do, look at what you're not doing and what you want to achieve and – just change those habits a lot of the time we don't look internally of the change we need to do we look externally so Mm. you're doing things that are going to be opposite to what you need to do to achieve your goals so you just sort of need to take a second and look at what you're actually doing and what that the direction you're going in and the other direction you want to go in might change the habits to go in that direction so you're just agreeing with my three i'm agreeing with your three okay okay Next one, Kerry, can you share the first what the first two hours of your day looks like? I love these kinds of questions. This is a really these are really great questions. I'm mm. I'm very I'm happy with these. Mm. Go, you can go first. Um, first two hours. Two hours. I wake up at four thirty. Then I breakfast somebody asked me this the other day, what do you have breakfast? It changes. I, I was having oats, yogurt fruit that sort of thing for a long time but now i don't want to see another oat in my life (laughs) Uh, and and you just get to that point so now to be honest it's just a protein shake i was having kefir in my protein shake which is fermented milk not as bad as it sounds um with a bit of creatine and salt in the morning so getting a bit of electrolytes a good amount of like it's probably what i have about five to six hundred mils of water liquid i guess you could say so that's hydration I have in the morning. Um, then shower, 
changed, get all my stuff sorted, and then I scoot to work on an electric scooter. What time? That is around 5.30, around that, give or take 10 minutes. Um, and then the next hour would be personal training with the client from mm. 6 till 7. And that client changes each day, so that sort of looks a little bit different each day, but personal training is what I do for that second hour. Nice. Hmm. Um, mine's kind of similar, I guess. We do live in the same house, so I wake up, but I wake up at like five five thirty, depending on how annoying Rollo is, how much he wants to see me in the morning because he gets very needy in the mornings. I don't know. I immediately scull like half a liter of water, hmm. and then I shower, brush my teeth, get ready, and then I usually leave the house by six, quarter past six. And take the dogs for a walk for at least 40 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, then I come back, make a coffee and come upstairs in our building and do whatever it is that I'm doing that day work-wise. Mm-hmm. And then I go back when I'm starving hungry. But pretty much that's that's it. That's two hours. Cool. It's pretty basic. I feel like people were expecting maybe some sort of elaborate Morning routine. <laughs> There's no journaling. There's no reading and meditating. And oh, look, we've been through those phases, but yeah, as we've said, like with journaling, meditation, all that sort of stuff, you do it, learn what you can, ad- adopt what you can, and just keep moving on. I just like starting work as soon as possible because that's just seem. I like it when it's quiet. And that just seems to be like when I get my best work done straight up in the morning. Also, I do have a cold. I have a hot shower and then a cold shower. Maybe oh, that's like a yeah. a thing that people might not consider. At the end, I always try and have it cold because then it makes me alert. Yeah, wakes you up. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Gets you, gets you feeling like jazzed for the day. <laughs> There's probably other random things we do that we don't even notice. That are that normal we, now? That we've sort of done over the years that are just normal. Just trying to think of any. Got yeah. Nothing. Anyway, um, that's the last question that I have. Sweet. I didn't check the question box this morning, so. Oh, neither. There might be some more. <laughs> Sorry. We'll add them into the next episode. Awesome. Thanks, everybody, for submitting your questions. As always, we love getting your questions. Like I said, you can either follow us on social media or you can follow the pod on social media. Uh, Max always putting up question box on there. Uh, and show notes. Hit the link and you can submit your question through there. You don't even have to leave your name, number, anything. You just submit your question. As always, as much detail as possible. And if you've lasted this long, you've enjoyed the episode, so make sure you copy this show link and send it to one friend or family member. We do appreciate every single one of you that do spread this podcast and help us grow. Like we just explained, we don't do this for money or anything like that. We do this for your benefits and to help you live a long, healthy, happy life. And because it's fun. And we enjoy it. (laughs) And we hope you enjoy it in return. So thanks for doing that. And we'll see you all in the next episode. Bye. Bye.